Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. One for the city, Chuck Brown, bringing you back here for the second hour of Nuwana's Now. That's actually where I'll be headed tomorrow. I uh, regret to announce I'm not actually going to be at this Montana-North Dakota State football game tomorrow. I'm heading back to my hometown, to the East Coast, to Washington, D.C. for the holidays, which I'm really looking forward to, the chance to see family, see friends. Uh, but there's a part of me that is really regretting that I'm going to be missing out on this game. I booked this flight back in August, maybe September, uh, back when I had no idea that the Montana Grizzlies were going to be in the national semifinals. I was hoping that they were going to get the Friday game again this week so that I could go to that, uh, and then I was hoping to change my flight, but nothing really made sense. So I'll be en route to the East Coast when Montana kicks off against North Dakota State. Tomorrow afternoon at Washington Grizzly Stadium. You're listening to Nuanez Now. I'm Andrew Houghton. We're on 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana, and the ESPN MT app. If you missed anything in the first hour, you can always find it on the Nuanez Now podcast. Just search Nuanez Now on whatever your favorite podcast hosting platform is. Nuanez Now podcast brought to you by our, by our friends at Blackfoot Communications as well as the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. First hour, we heard Coulter with Rajim Seabrook. We also heard from Junior Bergen, the Grizz Star of the Week, and I gave you three big things to watch out for going into this game against North Dakota State. That last segment, actually three big things. That was our Garden City Spotlight for the week, so we got to thank our friends at the Missoula Electric Co-op for 87 years. Missoula Electric Co-op has proudly served power to thousands of loyal members across western Montana and Idaho. Garden City Spotlight brought to you by the Missoula Electric Co-op as well as by Montana Educators Credit Union. You don't have to be a teacher to be part of Montana Educators Credit Union. Membership is open to all residents of Missoula, Granite, Lake, Mineral, Ravalli, and Sanders Counties. Montana Educators Credit Union invested in our community, supporting high school sports in the Garden City. Switch to MECU today. Second hour coming at you. We're about to hear from Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. 
Uh, we also got a sit-down with Matt Entz, head coach of the North Dakota State Bison. So the view across the sidelines, that's coming up in about 25 minutes. And then Jeff Safford will take you home here on a Friday. But here's Carol and the chick who doesn't know sports. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Driving home from my house Christmas Eve. Well, if you could just wear headphones and hear how good you sound. <laughs> that's staying in there, by the way. Oh, okay. A little Christmas edition of the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. We're a full 12 days from Christmas, but uh, this is the last one of the year. So uh, here we are. Thanks for all your great contributions. We could have done it without you. Millions of podcast downloads thanks to just you. Oh, yes. Just me. So first of all, because Christmas is right around the corner, so they say... I don't do my Christmas shopping until like three days beforehand. Yeah. You're probably one of those ones that gets it all done like in November. God, no. But we did get most of it done. I have stocking stuff, little things to do. Yeah, but we're, th- we're done. The boys are done. They get stockings still? Of course. Stockings forever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Dan and I don't exchange gifts. We just do stockings. That's nice. Yeah. When did you come up with that? Oh, gosh. When you had children and you spent all your money Probably. on Probably. We just were like, <laughs> it's kind of sad, the world we live in now, because you just kind of buy what you want nowadays. You know what I mean? So, like... Some of us do. Oh, I don't mean, like, everything <laughs> I want. I just mean, like, you know, it's... I don't know. And then it just becomes, like, here's our limit, so let's just basically swap money at that point. You know what well, I mean? Well, right. Yeah, so, I guess when you're married... Yeah, see, my... so funny. When I was a little kid, my mom was staying at home, and my dad was working. So then when my dad would get presents from my mom, he would just be like, cool. <laughs> Thanks for all this stuff that you bought me with my mom. Um, <laughs> I'm not that... Nope. <laughs> Thanks for raising these two no, beautiful he, children, he, he lo- he which is it. priceless. He loved it, but he would have just rather have had the money that was for the wool socks and just used them on shotgun shells or something. Sure. You know? Well, <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, if you need somewhere <laughs> to Christmas shop, I got a great place for it. I've done a lot of my Christmas shopping at this place the last couple of years. Buff City Soap over there in the Northgate Plaza. They always have sweet specials going on over there. And they also are just very helpful. Like if you're just like, hey, mm-hmm. I need a gift basket for mom and sister-in-law and my little nephews. They'll be like, oh, you should do this, 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 and this. And then they give you a great deal. It's a really cool place. Yeah, I'm actually going to do a bunch of stocking stuffers for the boys there because they love their soap so much. Mm. And they each have their signature scent. So, um, which so, ones are they on? So Nick is on Narcissist, of course, and then Ben is on <laughs> <laughs> Commando. Those are the ones they like, okay. and then they're different colors. So in the shower, they don't, you know, share Mix it. Them soap. Up. Yes, they yeah. have their own soap. They have their own soap little dish. It's a whole thing, um, but great for stocking stuffers too. So if you just need a few last minute things, pop in there. They will totally take care of you. They're right up there in the Northgate Plaza. Um, and they are just the best. Well, uh, go check out Buff City Soap. They're great friends of ours and presenters of the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, where Carolyn sings Christmas carols at least once a year. Yep. And uh, also brings the heat. What else you got? I don't even know where to start. Well, okay, I got I'll start then. Okay. I'm reading this book called The Dynasty. It's all about the New England Patriots mm-hmm. uh, and just all of the ways that they rose to prominence. Yeah. It makes Tom Brady seem way less hateable. Really? Yeah, I must I must say. I don't think so. Because it's just all about his behind-the-scenes work. He really is like a phenomenal teammate. He's a crazy worker. He's so competitive. They also, first of all, you don't have to look at him, which okay. is a huge bonus. 
because the you know so cleft in his chin and the gelled <laughs> his hair perfect chiseled I mean, body uh, yeah it's not even that whatever <laughs> the hair thing like, know, when yeah. he used to do like the, the sideways yeah. spike it's like dude you're in your 30s man what's going you have a seventh grader's haircut you know I hate Tom Brady a lot less now that he's not in my face all the time. Isn't it true? Yeah. He's not on the weird commercials. You don't still see him a lot. Yeah. He was just overexposed, I think. Yeah. And then now you kind of feel bad for him, too, because he's... I don't feel bad for Tom Brady. Not one bit. I guess he got got left out to dry by Giselle, but that's because of his own choices, I guess. A hundred percent. Also, I do feel bad for him because he probably has not eaten one Christmas cookie this month yet. Wow. I wonder if he's still on that. I'm sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Why? He's not suddenly going to be like, "Ah, I'll just give up now. (laughs) True. Yeah. That's true. So (laughs) I do feel bad for him. He probably hasn't had a beautiful glass of red wine and a oh, man. and like a Milan, Pepperidge Farm Milano. Man, Milano's. Which is probably one of my favorites. Wow, with a cup of coffee, good. actually. Wow, in the morning? Yeah. You're, you're one of those. Yeah. You pie for breakfast, gal? I could. Wow. I'm trying. I've been... I've See, got into I eat, this... like, sweets, I go into, like, shock. So for a very long time until recently, every morning with my cup of coffee, I would have, like, a small cookie. Like, a small, tiny cookie. And it's like my morning ritual. Yeah. And then I read. And they don't eat anything Well, no, else. I have breakfast. That's just oh. my morning like moment while I'm just getting up and moving. Wow. But I've stopped because apparently it's bad for you and you need to have protein first thing in the morning. <laughs> so now I'm eating eggs. Good it's job. not the same. Good job. Yeah, it's not working. I'm still fat. But <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm still not where I want to be. How oh about that? Oh my gosh. You're crazy. Uh, what is your opinion on eggs? They're good. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Some people just eat them just because they are told that they're good for them, but they don't like them. Like, my brother hates them, but he still oh, eats them every day. I love eggs. He hates eggs and bananas and eats it for breakfast like every he does. single day. And he, I then feel he, like... Then he complains about it. I'm like, dude, there's alternatives There's alternatives. <laughs> um, but eggs are easy. They're low calorie. They're high protein. I eat them every day with some cottage cheese in them. I'm, sp- I'm supposed to be eating like 100 grams of protein a day, apparently, or more. More, yeah. And that's really difficult to do. Try being as fat as me. <laughs> Shut up. They, they say they say one gram for every pound of body weight. Well, at this point, I'm eating 500 grams Shut of protein. Shut up. It's uh, it's maybe we else. need to make protein Christmas cookies. Ooh, I don't know. We don't need any more Christmas cookies. No, we sure don't. We're gonna bathe ourselves in dip tomorrow. Yep, we're having our dip party. What a deal! I'm so excited. I got all my my goods. Well, I don't even know what I'm gonna make. I didn't even consider it. Would you bring a veggie dip, please, and some veggies? Sure. Because we're we're gonna need some vegetables. Okay. Otherwise, it's gonna be bad. Okay. <laughs> because we're just gonna have nothing but cheeses. Cream cheese dips and Fritos is basically. This is Tom Brady's <laughs> worst nightmare. Is our dip party tomorrow? All right. Uh, well, Tom Brady's not eating any of this stuff. What else we got to okay. this week? Let's get to it. Tommy DeVito. Oh, my gosh. I'm he so glad you found out about plays this. plays for the Giants. This is like your dream story. This is like America's dream story. Are you talking about his agent? I'm talking about all of it. Okay. Like you're probably introduced to this through the agent. He's really blown up on the internet the last This agent so. is chef's kiss. They call I mean, him the Italian stallion. He was in a zoot suit, a fedora. He looked like a full soprano on Monday night. On his phone, who knows who he's talking to? He's standing right next to his his client. I think he was putting it all in pork bellies. I'm not sure. But he was buying low, selling high. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I Googled him. 
and I guess he was a former former football player. Okay. He um, he's forty five years old. He looked like he's twenty five. The agent. Yes. Well, Tommy DeVito looks like he's twelve, so maybe they have the same fountain of youth. I think they're getting some good skincare, maybe some Botox. I don't know what's happening, but it's a great, yeah. Anyway, this this guy, you look at him and you think one thing, and then I went on his website, and he's kind of a dynamic individual. Well, he's an NFL agent, so I would assume so. Seriously, my dream job. Like, I'm reading his story, and I'm like, why didn't I go into this? Well, I mean, after reading the uh, the profile on Jalen Hurts this last summer, you know who Jalen Hurts is? No. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, he is the uh, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. His agent is a 25-year-old gal who literally got Jalen Hurts to be her client by sliding into his DMs. Um, Not to hit on him, okay, but to be like, hey, I am an aspiring sports agent, and I think I could land you the biggest contract in NFL and history. And she did. And for some reason, he trusted her, and then she did. She's the one I think we talked we about talked last about year. We talked about last yes. year. $265 million She's contract. only 25? I think she's 28 now, but she's in her 20s. Holy moly. Holy moly. That's amazing. I remember that now. That's probably why I can't be an NFL agent, because I don't know anything about <laughs> football or sports. <laughs> or contract law. I mean, I'd learn. <laughs> I'm a quick learner. Sean Stellato is... Sean uh, Stellato. Is Tommy DeVito's name. Okay. you. I think you missed the whole beginning part of the story. I did. Okay. So, where do we even start? The New York Giants inexplicably made the playoffs last year and then won a playoff game. Okay. They were supposed to be bad, but then they won a playoff game. Right, let's start at the very beginning. The New York Giants wasted a top 10 pick on Daniel Jones. I say wasted because for the first three years of Daniel Jones' career, it looked like he was a total object, objective bust. So then they hired Brian Dable, and he turned Daniel Jones into what looked like a really good quarterback. They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. Well, when that sort of stuff happens, then you got a pony up. So Daniel Jones was in a contract here. He signed a giant contract. Half the people were like, Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the future. Half the people are like, the Giants are going to regret this. It was a flash in the pan. He sucks. Well, then Daniel Jones really, really sucked for the first, like, two months of the season. Then he broke his neck, and he's out. He broke his neck? He broke a vertebrae. He, like, hit, got hit, and he didn't, like, break his neck. He broke a bone in his neck. Okay. It's, it's bad. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it's, sound it's, much better. It's, it's not as bad as I'm making it seem, but it's very bad. Okay. He's out for the year. So, the Giants... Everybody thought we were going to be in tank mode. They got this kid, Tommy DeVito, who was a seventh-round pick out of Syracuse. Syracuse is in New York. It's just right up the way. I, I know. Thank you. Uh, so <laughs> this guy, I mean, you don't know nothing. Uh, this guy uh, had no intention of being a guy that was going to play until... How old is he? He's 23. Oh, he's just a little baby. So he gets thrown in the fire. He, People around the NFL are making fun of this so bad. And they, and Mike Lombardi, who's a great uh, podcaster now, used to be a general manager in the NFL for years. He nicknames him the shoeshine boy. Aww. Because Tommy DeVito looks like the shoeshine boy. And he talks with this heavy Italian accent. Well, then three weeks ago, Tommy DeVito goes crazy and wins a game. So then the next week, uh, they win again. So the next week, they're in New York for the first time. Tommy DeVito's from there. His whole family's from there. So yeah. they, they have a giant tailgate at Giants games. This is like a storybook. Dream come true that these guys, that the kid is playing for the D Giants. Yeah. So they go to the tailgate. Everybody's got these hardcore Italian accents. One of the aunts talks about how Tommy DeVito still lives with his mom. Wait, 
Can you imagine the food at this tailgate? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my so God. So that's what I'm getting to is one of the aunts says Tommy DeVito still lives with his mom. So then they asked one of the uncles, why does this NFL starting quarterback live with his mother? And he's like, are you guys kidding me? He's an unmarried Italian-American man. Yeah, that's what they... In, live, in New yeah. York City. You live with your mom until you get married. Yeah. He's like, you gotta... You know, she's making him the cutlets and the oh, chicken yeah. parmesan. I can't even imagine. <laughs> the sausages, the peppers. So then they asked Tommy DeVito about it. He's not ashamed at all. He's like, what do you mean? Who, how, is I gonna, how am I going to eat dinner unless I live with my mom? I love this. And it's this. just the coolest, funniest story. And it's just taking off. And it's like Shades of the Sopranos. It's just... It's so good. It's um, just so good. I want a TV show made out of this. Right? Yeah. We need another, like, Italian-American TV show. Yes. The Sopranos was, like, the greatest show ever. It was. It was so good. This Sean Stellato guy has an interesting story, too. He played high school football. There was some huge, this was back in the 90s, but um, there was some, some huge thing trying to uh, um, throw over his coach and his whole <laughs> okay. team, but his whole team stood by the coach, and so he's just kind of been... He's just, I don't know, this guy, he just sounds like he's a real um, interesting guy. I tried to find more info on him. I went to his website, but... Does he have any other clients? Do you know? I don't know. He will now. Uh, well, he still ha- he still yet to actually negotiate a contract other than uh, Tommy DeVito's rookie contract. Well. So we'll, we'll see, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's got some clients. He's, uh, yeah, I mean, nothing, yeah, nothing he doesn't crazy. Have, he doesn't have Tom Brady, but, you know, he'll get there. Anyway, yep. I loved his look. I loved the whole scene yeah, on he's Monday. New, he's definitely a New England guy. He's, he's got, from Massachusetts. He's, he's from Salem. He's got all sorts of clients on the Patriots, the Eagles, and the Giants. That's kind of his shtick. Okay. Well, <coughs> we'll see how this pans out. But I can't. I would like to see him next in a purple suit. Okay. Something maybe with a fedora with a feather, like a full pimp outfit maybe. That's amazing. So we'll see what happens next week or whenever they play again. I don't know. How would I know? Check it out on sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Our good friend Carolyn joining us here for a little pre-Christmas, but last of the year edition of Chicken Does No Sports, presented proudly in part by Hot House Yoga. Went the other day, got it in with the, on the front row. Good it was. Class. I'm going again right after we record here today. So uh, it's uh, it's awesome. Sweat it out during the winter months. I promise you, make you feel better. Oh man, I, Friday. I have to say that class was so packed, and I don't normally like classes that packed, but there I loved every minute of it, and I was like. I've come so far in the last year and a half in yoga. Yeah, like I, I, fully, was, I fully regressed. I was at the beginning again. Yeah, that's okay. <coughs> You'll get back there. Yeah, I hope so. Okay. Stephen A. Smith has some nerve. What is he doing now? He called Zion Williamson. Is that the right name? Uh, Zion Williamson, yes. Fat. Uh, <laughs> he okay. said when he took a deep breath, his belly bounced. That kind of belly. And then he said, he he goes to a buffet and he doesn't just eat some of the buffet. He eats the whole buffet. He's talking so much smack about this guy. It's so rude. Uh, it's definitely rude. Zion Williamson has definitely struggled with his weight as well. Well, so then be nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's definitely a... Uh it's an interesting spot because he's not he's not talking about his weight because of him as a person. I know why he's, he's doing a, it. He's a commodity as a professional here's, athlete. Here's how he could have said it. Okay. Zion Williamson is, has a little more weight on his body. So, oh, no, no. Zion Williamson's moving a little slower. He probably, you know, 
Thanksgiving. Maybe overdid it. No, that's not good either. He shouldn't be commenting on his weight. He should just say he's moving slower. Okay, whatever. So, so on a uh, from a personal standpoint, I get where you're coming from. Fact is that this kid gets paid tens of millions of dollars to be in shape, and he's not. All right, that's fair, but it's still so, mean. It it certainly is mean. That's something his coach should be saying to him in private, not someone on okay. television. Zion also is just. I mean, he, this is coming from a big man here myself. Uh, <laughs> it. Uh, some of us are just built real stout. Like well, that's Zion, what I'm saying. Zion's just, he's just going to be heavier than well, most people. Well, look at Shaq. Shaq was never right. lean. I mean, he was never right. skinny. He's totally. always been a, he's like a totally. thousand feet tall. But so he's always, so no one called him fat. Or Z- did they? The, the, I don't know. The, oh, Kobe Bryant called Shaq fat all the time. Kobe Bryant used to be so frustrated with Shaq. Here's the thing. When Zion Williamson is healthy, he's one of the best players in the NBA, and he's one of the most exciting players in the NBA, and he totally deserves all of the hype that he gets. He totally deserves all of the praise he gets. He totally deserves the money that he's making. His fundamental issue is that he can't stay healthy, and the reason he can't stay healthy is because he weighs too much. And it's, it's just as simple as that. Healthy in the sense that, like, he gets injured a lot or yeah, that so, he gets a cold all the time. He's a total anomaly because the guys that weigh 300 pounds can't jump like him. Mm-hmm. He can jump higher than most guys in the whole league. Mm-hmm. When you jump that high and then you land, it just you just get hurt. Totally. Because it's just so much weight. Yeah. Like, he completely defies belief. 300-pound guys are not supposed to be able to jump like he can jump. So, so think so, about how much higher he could jump if he well, dropped a few. That's the other part is that he might just not be able to. Because, I mean, the last time he got hurt and then when he was coming back, there was this great article in Sports Illustrated. I mean, this guy was running miles and miles every day, and he was running sub-60-second 400 meters. To, I mean, to put that in perspective, that's like sprinting the whole lap on the track, and he's doing it super fast at 6'6", six, well, six, 285 pounds. He's clearly exercising. I mean, oh, no, he's practicing. Sure. So, yeah, he may have a hey, thyroid issue. Hey, you know what? You want to know who got called fat his whole career and is in the Hall of Fame? Who? Charles Barkley. So... They're the same. They're the same. They're just the round mound to rebound. It's all good. It's just mean. For Zion, he just needs to he needs to figure out a way to stay healthy. That's it. No matter if that means losing weight or not, it's it, it he just gotta figure out a way to stay healthy. Well, I think Stevens A. Smith has some nerve. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know who he thinks he is. I don't even know who he is. But <laughs> you don't even know who he is. One of the most prominent talk radio guys in all of the world. Well, I'd like to see him go out there and try and uh, play some basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Smith at like 55 years old is probably not playing in the NBA. but And uh, he's only like five feet tall. So see how that feels, Steve? <laughs> sure. Not very nice, is it? <laughs> okay. Jake doesn't know sports. What else you got? All right. Draymond Green. What's he doing now? He was ejected for the third time this season yeah. last night. Yeah. He hit a Suns player in the face, got a fl- flag... What's it called? Flagrant foul. Flagrant foul. Yeah. And then he did say he agreed that he should have been dismissed. Now, half the team was, like, benched, too. There was a bunch of stuff going on last night. The Warriors are not doing well. Is that what I'm gathering? Man, I feel, like, so ignorant right now because I have not dove into the NBA at all. Well, you don't usually till the uh, finals anyway, right? Well, I watched the playoffs for sure. Okay. The uh, the issue is there's been this in-season tournament. They have this weird-looking court. It, It fries my brain. Why? It's the colors are all weird. Oh, it's like sensory overload. Oh, I already have mental problems, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, there. the Warriors are ten and thirteen, so yeah, they are in eleventh uh, place in the West right now. So did you well. did you hear about the Steve Kerr remix? No, what's the Steve? So Kerr Steve remix? Kerr, I guess, was complaining about going to the, the to play the Suns and said 
I think it was the Suns. And right, said where he used to work. And it said it was too loud in there, and it's like a club, and they have mm. techno music playing, and da-da-da-da-da. So the DJ at the stadium made a remix of him saying that, and oh then it was like... And then they played it? Yeah, it was really funny. Wow. So that's probably going to be top 40. Soon to be yeah. uh, in the top 40. Yeah, the uh, the Warriors are struggling right now. I don't really know what you do about Draymond. We've talked about this multiple times on this deal. It, it's just a give and take. Like, he's never going to not be kind of crazy and get yeah. thrown out. He's got a temper problem. It's Does, there beca- does it become a point though. where they have to, like, not let him play anymore? As soon as Draymond can't guard the other team's best player effectively, then he's gonna then he'll there'll be issues. But I mean, if he continues to get ejected from games and cause these kind of problems, would they suspend him or mm. anything? Or is this just like no, that's just well, the enabling's been happening for so long. That, yeah, that, yeah. I don't really think you can change the rules when you've. Well, I, mean, I didn't know if that was a rule. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, you've yeah. had thirty-two flagrant well, fouls. Oh no, they, the NBA made a rule so that if you get a certain amount of flagrant that's fouls, a, then you get suspended, okay. and it's made because of Draymond Green. Okay, well, I, he's, what already, he's, he's hit this limit twice. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this will be fun to watch. That Draymond, he's fun to watch. <laughs> well, maybe he maybe he could get into celebrity boxing when this is all over. Yeah, maybe. Take it out on the ring? In the, the ring? In the ring, yeah. <laughs> that's right. This, the squared circle? <laughs> the square, that place where they fight? Yeah, there okay. you are. All right. Cool. All right. The president of the Turkish soccer club. Yeah, is this the guy that kisses ladies? No, that's Spain. Okay. This is Turkey. Okay. He punched a ref in the face. Whoa. So there was a big game and all these people kind of started coming down onto the field. And the Turkish, the president of this Turkish soccer club meant to just yell and spit in the face of the ref. Hmm. But I guess he got so excited he punched him. And then while this poor man That's, was yeah, down... Better. It's, it's, I was going to spit on him. What would you rather get? Hit in the face or spit in the face? Well, if you, you spit in my face, you're getting hit in the face. So Okay, but... That's not not. If, what would you rather get hit? In I the, think I'd rather get hit. Same. Yeah. I, if someone spit in my face, I would probably vomit everywhere. Yeah, it's gross. Gross. Really gross. Anyway, while the ref was down after being punched, a bunch of fans started kicking him. This poor man ended up in the hospital. Wow. And you wonder why we can't find refs. Yeah. Right. This is insane. It's totally insane. It's uh, way over the top. Uh. Way too, yeah. International soccer and how crazy it gets is nuts. Yeah, but people are, the world is angry right now. For sure. I mean, to punch a ref in the face. In soccer, this is not new. I mean, there have been people going crazy in soccer forever. For sure. There was like the the Colombian guys that missed the penalty kicks got murdered. Right. Like there's, yeah. International soccer is perhaps the most over the top of No, I agree. I just, um, I feel like there's just too much anger out there. Everyone needs to just maybe go to yoga. Yes, they Maybe do. go and do a downward dog. <laughs> Amen. You know? So, Relax. We'll, we'll send him a little trial card. There we go. Find his... We'll, we'll find, find his, the, the jail address. Yes, to the Turkish guy. Please. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Check it out those sports here on ESPN Radio. What else? That's it. That's it. Good job. Thanks. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. What are you asking for from Santa? I don't... Nothing. 
I've got everything I could possibly need. Wow, what a great attitude. I, I, I have a good attitude. Yes, you do. Yeah. That's a great attitude. We I mean, actually, I, I'm asking for Ozempic. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we had a nice positive ending for the year, and then you go and do that. That's the one thing. No. Okay. If anyone wants to sponsor me. No. Shake <laughs> does no sports. We'll be back with healthy weight loss solutions after the new year. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful Christmas and happy new year. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschulteilaw.com. One, two, three. is now on ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio Missoula, the ESPN MT app, as well as SWX Montana. Taking you through the rest of this 5 o'clock hour, Jeff Safford and Andrew Houghton. Just heard from Carolyn, the chick that doesn't know sports. We'll hear from the head coach of the North Dakota State Bison here momentarily, Matt Entz, visiting with Coulter and Iwanez. This, this segment brought to you by The Advocates. The snow is here, so navigating the roads safely will become a challenge. While you're out shopping for the holiday treasures or traveling to visit family during the holiday season, watch out for distracted drivers. If you are injured in an accident that wasn't your fault, you deserve an advocate. You can chat with the experienced, award-winning attorneys at no cost to you. Call 406-644-640, beg your pardon, 4444. That's 406-640-4444 today. Or chat online at montanaadvocates.com. You deserve an advocate. We also still have two pairs of Lady Grizz basketball tickets. The two pairs for the Weber State game have been claimed, but two pairs for Lady Grizz basketball still up for grabs against the Bengals of Idaho State on New Year's Eve. A little bit of a matinee affair there at the Adams Center at 2 o'clock start time in Dahlberg Arena. Again, Lady Grizz basketball tickets, 2 o'clock p.m. tip-off on New Year's Eve, December 31st. If you want to get some tickets for that, either two or four tickets, text us, 406-888-1029. Again, again, text us, 406-888-1029 for your chance to win Lady Grizz basketball tickets. Right now, though, it's the head man from North Dakota State, Matt Entz. 
Well, time's drawing closer. Final four of the FCS playoffs in Missoula for the first time since 2009 and one of the premier programs in the history of college football in town to take on the Grizz. North Dakota State heads to the Treasure State to take on Montana. 2.30 kick from Washington Grizzly Stadium. We're joined now by the head coach of the Bison, Matt Entz. Coach, thanks so much for being with us, man. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm glad to be here with you and excited to, to get out to Montana. Well, first of all, let's start with your team's great playoff run. Uh, it was a, a, a awesome start, obviously, by rolling through Drake. But then I was at your game there in Bozeman, and I know we talked afterwards. But uh, now that that one's kind of in the rearview by a couple weeks, I mean, what a thrilling game. What a thrilling way to win. And how much do you think that then propelled you guys into last week? How much do you think you guys rode that momentum? Well, I think quite a bit. Um, I think there was great energy. That was a, It was an awesome environment to play in and to, to win in that fashion. I mean, you know, when you sit back and, and think about it, man, how, how often do you ever win in a walk-off blocked PAT in overtime? Um, probably happens once every thousand games. And so, you know, being on the road like that, kind of having a little bit of a chip on our shoulder has been one of the things that our team has kind of embraced here in the last, you know, month, month and a half of the season. And um, here, here we go again uh, tomorrow, back on the plane and traveling one more time. I talked to Jalen Sundell earlier this week, and he was talking about just how happy the, the offensive linemen were for Hunter Pontius. You know, again, it's been kind of a depth guy, but then he gets an opportunity and then makes the play of a lifetime. I know he was showing off the, the ball mark on his forearm and everything, so what a thrill for that guy. But, I mean, what can you say about him just sticking with it and then making, you know, one of the plays of your guys' entire season? You're, you're owning your role. And that's something we talk about routinely and, and early and often, especially when you're talking about young guys who, you know, were, were all big fish at one point, had tremendous amount of success at the high school level, and all of a sudden they show up and, and they're third or fourth or fifth on the on the depth chart, and they start to struggle. And the, and the first thing we talk about is, man, just start owning your role right now, and positive things will happen. If, if you're the third string Mike linebacker, be the best one in the country. Uh, and the same thing, Hunter Pontius, you know, he owned his role, he had a role, he went in there and executed it. You know, unbelievably good things happen when, when you execute and you play with great energy. Matt Entz here on New Honest Now, ESPN Radio. is the head coach of North Dakota State. They're making their way to Montana this weekend, take on the Grizzlies. How about last week then? I know it's a conference opponent and uh, a familiar foe in South Dakota, but you guys looked like you were on a mission. We were watching the game, and man, what a start and what a finish. And uh, you guys roll past the number three seed, 45-17. So what were the keys to your guys' effort last week, and uh, how were you guys able to win in such convincing fashion? Well, you know, when we played them earlier this year in September, we just didn't play very well up front on either sides of the ball, and uh, that's an area that we feel like we've continued to improve in, and we needed to we needed to win the line of scrimmage uh, against South Dakota this time around, and, and we were able to get great pressure on the quarterback with, with our front four. Um, offensively, we were able to protect. We were able to run the football and, and have some explosive plays because of it, and, and, and really it came down to – you know, it, it, it started with just being more physical at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And then um, our kids, yeah, that was the best four quarters we put together all year. I mean, we've had other games where we've had glimpses, we've had halves, we played good quarters, maybe three quarters of a game. But this was, this was, that was the, the most complete game we had played. And hopefully, hopefully we can move on and, and, and do it again this week against a really good Montana team. Well, you mentioned sort of embracing the, the road warrior mentality. What's that process been like? Because, I mean, e- even though you guys have done so well on the road, I'm sure it's been a learning experience. So what's the learning curve been like to just kind of figure out how to win playoff games on the road? I think one of the things that we tried to tried to discuss and, and, and kind of, you know, 
get with our players in regards to is hey, what's the venue going to look like? What are the what's the locker room? What what is what, what's the what's the environment you're about to to walk into? So that way, it's not just a surprise or a shock or or maybe you know the day of the game. Oh wow, man, this is a huge crowd. We we've we've given them examples. We've shown them. We 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 make sure that they're aware of of everything you're going into. And so just trying to be thorough in our preparation. And that includes, you know, the stadium, the drive, you know, all the little logistic things that can become distractions. We try to eliminate those early in the week on Monday. We'll talk about this matchup with Montana then. Uh, We'll start with uh, your your offense, which I I was very impressed. I mean, I've been impressed with your offense all year long, and uh, both quarterbacks have been playing really well, but particularly impressed with Cam Miller. He's joined us on this show uh, a couple different times this year, and uh, such a a great young man, and uh, it seems like it just means the world to him to be a North Dakota State Bison. So uh, just tell us about him and and just sort of his journey and and how he's grown uh, now in uh, his fourth year as a starter. Sure. Well, you know, Cam Cam was one of those young men that that, that came to campus in, in the fall of 2020, and as we all know, that that, that fall uh, looked completely different than what we were accustomed to. And then, you know, at an issue, we tried to play a spring game, and, and he got thrown into the mix because of some injuries uh, and just depth issues that we had at the quarterback position, and he did a, did an unbelievable job and has continued to grow not just in, in his ability as a football player, but his leadership skills are, are off the chart. And, and that's where, it, when you're the quarterback at NDSU, you have to be a great leader. We've had really good quarterback play here, and everyone expects you to you know, be able to, to check all the boxes, and he has so far. And uh, he pushes himself. He pushes his teammates. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm excited. He's had a tremendous year, and I know um, he's looking forward to this one because, again, you know, I think our kids, and Cam included, have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder um, with all these road games and, and, and a lot of people not necessarily thinking that we're going to continue this run. When you look at Montana's defense then, uh, what do you see? I guess, first of all, to start with the front, at 99, Go- Alex Governor's you know, defensive player of the year in the big sky, and he's been a guy that stands out. It seems like he's the guy that kind of makes it all go for Montana. You know, I think he does. I think he's the one that really sets the he sets the point for him up front and can, can cut, a, cut a formation in half makes the ball stay front side can that, you know, doesn't have gaudy stats, but you know where he is every, every snap. And so he's, we played against him a year ago and, you know, he continued, he has gotten better and he, he is dynamic. He moves really well, you know, for a 200 and, and, and 90 pound player. And so, um, it, it, you know, the other thing, and, and, and this is, this is kudos to, to coach Hauk and his staff is, you know, just how hard they play on defense. Um, you know, they jump in and out of kind of some three, three, some three, four, depending on how many safeties they have on the field. But, you know, the one thing that, that, that I know, and, and, and just from having played a coach, Hauk coached football team is they're going to play unbelievably hard every snap of the game. And so that is one thing we have echoed to our guys that we have to be, at our best, you know, as far as our effort and our energy on Saturdays. Well, you mentioned, I mean, just how hard they play, but also how much they flow to the ball, the tackling, all that. So, I mean, what do you think of that little bit of their defense, and how do you well, go about they, sort of attacking? Well, that's the thing. You know, they there's so much movement and drop-down safeties from multiple angles. Um, it, it really can limit you, and, and you want to stay away from the, from the negative plays. And they do such a great job of creating those. I know they have probably 30-plus sacks and 70-plus TFLs. But, you know, we have to we have to really execute at a high level just to stay ahead of the chains and, and not get into those those moments where they can really tee off and, and get after our quarterback and, and pin their ears back. So it's going to be a hard-fought football game. And I think they are much improved on defense versus the version that I saw in 2022. 
And then on the other side of the ball, now, your guys' defense seems like it's playing at a really high level as well. We had Cole, Cole Wisniewski on the show yesterday, and uh, he's been outstanding, especially in these playoffs. And uh, he's such a straight, t- it seems like he's got everything together, man. He just seems like a really mature young man. So uh, start with him, and, then, and what do you think of just the way your defense has been playing, especially this last month or six weeks? Well, we're, we're, we're playing better. We're improving. Better doesn't mean good. It just means that we're better than we were a week ago. And that's kind of the mentality that we've had here uh, going back to probably mid-October is that we just need to keep keep improving incrementally every day. And I think this team has, and I think this is a, as you know, a, a lot of people in the media, or a lot of people that, that are, you know, self Self-claimed experts always say, "Well, you know, the most improvement comes between weeks one and two. And and I think we're we're proving that that wrong. If, if if you're willing, you can continue to improve every week. And I think this team has. And I think we're playing our best football and defense here of late. But and that's exciting because we, we need to. When you get this far in the playoffs, everyone's good. And so we need to make sure that we're playing at a high level. And and we got to be fundamentally sound. We got to be able to get off blocks. We got to we got to be able to tackle. Uh, we got to we got to keep the cup and not lose the lose the edges on the perimeter because my fan and I have some young men that can really stretch you vertically and horizontally in the run and pass game. Matt Entz here on Nuwana's Now, head coach of NDSU. They play at Montana on Saturday. Uh, just two more things for you, Coach. First of all, congratulations on the new opportunity. Uh, how you feeling now knowing that uh, your time is uh, running thin there at North Dakota State? Uh, you know, just trying to trying to keep my head down, uh, keep those horse blinders on, and just keep moving ahead, trying to find a way to put our kids in a situation where we'll have success on Saturday. This university, this football program, it, it's been unbelievable to be a part of it for 10 years, and I am super excited to, for the opportunity that's ahead of me. But uh, this has been, uh, you know, 10 of the, the, the best years of my coaching profession uh, and probably my personal, you know, life too. Uh, my boys grew up here. Uh, this this was a this was a great place. My my oldest son plays on the team right now and and, and, and loves being a part of the Bison football program. Well, very cool. Uh, last thing for you, then just coming to Missoula, getting to play Montana, and uh, trip to Frisco on the line. You guys must. I mean, for for us, this is just like a storybook. Just seeing you know two premier programs on this collision course, and now we get to settle it in Washington Grizzly Stadium. So, what do you guys think of this opportunity? And uh, you know, just another chance to go back down to Texas. Well, I think right now our, our focus has been just on the game uh, and going one and zero this week. We'll uh, we'll dive into into what's after this game, you know, on Sunday. But uh, our biggest priority and, and, and emphasis has been finding a way, creating a game plan that's going to give us an opportunity to be successful and keep it close. Uh, we know it's. It, it, I've been there twice before uh, playoffs in 2011. And I want to say, and then, of course, the first game of the year in 2015. Uh, and it is a tremendous atmosphere. Uh, the, uh, the Grizz fans are, are, are just as good as the Bison fans, and they are going to be in it. And, uh, we're going to have our hands, hands full on Saturday. I know that for sure. Matt Entz, North Dakota State head coach here on Nuanas Now. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for being here. And uh, travel safe. We'll see you on Saturday. You bet. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, that was Matt Entz, the head coach of the North Dakota State Bison, with us here on One Is Now. About to be headed to sunny Southern California as well. Congratulations on that new hire with the USC Trojans. My sister actually graduated from her grad degree at USC, a fabulous campus, but is going to have to get through Washington Grizzly Stadium first on Saturday. Surely that will be a challenge for Matt Entz and the North Dakota State Bison. Got one last segment here on Nuanas Now, and we return. We'll 
go through this being one of the last shows of 2023. Myself, Jeff Safford, has been on the road plenty here at ESPN Radio, whether with the Missoula Paddleheads, Grizzly Lacrosse, Montana Grizzly Hockey. Maybe give you a few highlights for myself out on the great road here with ESPN Radio to take you home on a Friday. Stick with us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Missoula. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Getting you fired up for a football Saturday. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio Missoula, the ESPN MT app, as well as SWX Montana. Thanks for kicking it with us here on a Friday. Just heard from Matt Enns of the North Dakota State Bison here on Nuwana is now. Jeff Safford here with you, taking you through till that 6 o'clock hour, or just for about a minute or so. So... While we're still here, getting that kind of end-of-the-year feeling, kind of rolling towards 2024. Hard to believe that we're so close to that already. But myself, Jeff Safford, I've been on the road doing some fun stuff here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, traveling all over the place across a couple of different states around the Rocky Mountain region with Grizz Hockey going back to... November had a three-week stretch, Salt Lake City, followed by Denver, then back to Salt Lake City. Boom, 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 Mancini, three weeks in a row. That was interesting, a lot of fun, and obviously long road trips with the Paddleheads as well, and a lot of victories covering Grizz Lax, making it to the MCLA National Tournament. Surely some highlights to be had in 2023 here Live play-by-play stuff here on ESPN Radio. But what are my highlights? I would say the two, taking you up to the end here, have to go with the most recent Bobcat-Grizz game we had last Friday night. What a heck of a contest that was. Montana-Grizz hockey getting by. The Montana State Bobcats, a 2-1 to win, scoring a goal there in the last 10 seconds, or it should say the minute 10 of that one win over the Cats. And then swimming with the... As it was cutthroats, a walk-off win for the Paddleheads this last summer. It was Luis Navarro hitting a bomb home run to left field. So that was a couple of highlights from 2023. Back with Colter Nuanez on Monday with the Montana Football Hour. Until then, have a fantastic time at the game tomorrow. And we'll see you back here on Monday. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear... How about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore 
live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.